This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. Allison today and I am absolutely excited to do this interview because let me tell you how we met. Um, we both are Shine Dance fitness instructors and we are on the Shine Dance instructor Facebook page together and she did a post about how she used to be afraid to dance and then she was challenged to step out of her comfort zone and now she's an instructor and her story sounds so similar somebody else I know. In fact, me. <laughs> Almost the exact, so I'm like, oh my goodness. And then as I, I went to her page and I started to read things and we have a lot in common and she just has a lot of, um, you have a lot of values and ideas and have experienced a lot of the same things that my podcast is all about. Just somebody who was tired of being stuck in her comfort zone, wanted to start living life on purpose and out loud and is doing it and is feeling the the joy of that. And so, Bonnie, welcome to this podcast. Um, Dare to Find Your Voice is what it's called, and that's absolutely what you're all about. So I'm going to just give you a little bit of a of a bio um, about Bonnie Allison, and then we'll take a short commercial break, and then we'll be back to hear more from you, okay? So Bonnie is a writer, a doula, which is exciting. She's a dance fitness instructor, a human mom, and a chicken mom, which I love. I even had chickens before, so we have more in common than you would even know. Pizza and sunshine give me life. Um, Speed limit drivers, hypocrisy, and chipped nail polish make me crazy. You don't like to drive in the speed limit, then you like to go fast? Is that what you're saying? I do. I do. (laughs) That's awesome. I didn't know I liked to drive fast until I got a Mercedes, a sports car, and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's actually a little bit fun to do that, so... (laughs) <laughs> um, I love how you, how she says or how you say Bonnie somehow I didn't find my awesome until my 30s I'm here to hold your hand in your heart or just stand in your corner if you're weird about germs and to help you find yours so I love that so much and so with that Bonnie we're going to take a little commercial break and we'll come back and learn more about you Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. So tell me about, you know, finding your awesome. What was it like before 
And what made you make the decision to finally start stepping into life? And, you know, what's been the difference? Oh, goodness. Uh, it definitely has been a long process. It wasn't, it wasn't just any one thing that magically I realized that I had been hiding under a rock for my whole life. But <laughs> I gradually peeked out from under and saw a little more light and a little more light. And uh, the, the more I saw, the more I wanted. So I <laughs> started Awesome. actively pushing the rock away, I guess you could say, in the last few years. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I, I grew up not not being cool, or at least not thinking I was cool. Um, and I, I wanted so desperately, always since, uh, since a very young age, to be part of the cool club. Um, and I want, I just wanted people to like me. I wanted to be popular. Um, my love language is words of affirmation. And that is still very true, even now that I have found my awesome, but <laughs> I just and wanted nothing wrong people with that. to tell me how wonderful I was all the time. And I needed everybody's approval. Um, and you can't have everybody's approval. So that was a pretty miserable way to live, uh, to, to constantly be seeking that all the time. And, um, as I, as I crept towards my thirties and as I turned 30, I just, I, I, so many things fell into place for me at the same time to make me realize that there was so much more and that I was holding myself back. Um, I started working as a doula and, um, through that experience, you know, I was just spending all day, every day, encouraging other women and telling them wonderful they are and it doesn't matter what their mother-in-law or their neighbor uh, or their sister thinks about what they want for their birth or their baby or how they're going to parent that they are awesome and uh, what they think and uh, how they want to live matters and is valuable um, and I just I, I spent all day every day encouraging other women and then I started to realize that um, I was one of them and those things probably are true for me too and uh <laughs> and they are. <laughs> they are. Um, so I started kind of shifting my way of thinking and trying to talk to myself the way I talk to my doula clients um, and the way I would talk to a friend. Um, and then also at the same time, um, one of my best friends was begging me to try this dance fitness class at our gym, and I <laughs> refused. Oh, I wanted nothing to do with it. And it was over two years that she begged me to take that class, and I finally got to a point where she had worn me down enough, and I had built myself up enough that those those two things met, and I was able to say, okay, it's time. Um, and so I, I went with her to the dance class, and I accidentally loved it. And <laughs> <laughs> that is the best way to describe that. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I was, when I started doing shine, I did it online. I was locked in my office and the door was shut and nobody was going to watch me and I was going to power through three songs. And it wasn't, I was doing it to prove that I would hate it because I had been challenged. Like I'll, yes. I'm going to hate it. And oh my goodness, it lights me up every single day now. So it's like, ah, I'm starting to learn that all those things that I really, really want to prove that I hate are probably the exact things that I need in my yes. journey to like find myself. So yeah, so many things that you've said have just resonated with. Yep, 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 yep. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I had a couple of other things I wanted to comment on, and then I'll let you continue because I just really think they're important. I loved how you said, you know, you were you were being a doula, and there are so many opinions about childbirth, especially from <clears throat> women. 
you know, whether or not they've had a child, there's just some, and it's okay, everybody's opinion is okay, right? But sometimes we can forget that and we can be kind of mean and not mean to be, you know? And so I love that you were there to encourage and say, you know what, you've made the right decision for you. And so I love that in and of itself. But then when you said, I decided that those things apply to me too, and I started to talk to myself like I talk to my clients and like I would talk to a friend, and that is one of the things also that I experienced. I have chills just thinking about it. I remember I was in it because I'm always good at giving a compliment, and I would always run away from compliments, and I was like, they would beat me up almost because then I would just go like, you're mocking me. Why would you even, you know, whatever that language is all about. And there was one day that I'm like, whoa, I, when I give a compliment, I am sincere about it. Like, I'm not going to waste my time and tell somebody that I don't mean, you know. And so then I started thinking, maybe other people's compliments, that's, you know, they're true to them too. So I, st I kept a journal called the Compliment Journal. And I would read that every day to start replacing the negative Nelly in my head with those compliments. And then I learned to just put my hand over my heart when somebody would say something that was hard for me to say thank you because I couldn't believe them. And I would just say, I received that. And I learned that from Lisa Nichols, if you know who she is. And it's really been powerful. And so I love that because, yeah, why can't we be our own best friend, you know? That's right. That's it's right. And I, I love that. The compliment journal is a really good idea. <laughs> Sometimes I need a reminder. We do. Every yeah. day. Every day. And yeah. uh, just once... Once you uh, figure these secrets out, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Oh no, heaven forbid! <laughs> to, to carry on, it's still um, it's still work every single time someone compliments me to accept it, or um, you know, every time I want to say something bad about myself or think something bad about myself, you know, there's no there's really no silencing that voice. You just have to learn to shut it down and ignore it. Um, so. I'm getting better at that, um, and I work on it every day, but I don't think it's something we can ever fully conquer. It's a, it's a journey every day. I agree. I mean, we live in this world that's full of, you know, negative noise, and, and then we've been wired, you know, to think the way that we think from all of the stories that we've told ourselves our whole lives, you know? So and I, I believe, I'm right with you, it won't be something that we just eventually overcome. But we do develop tools that help us to manage it better. So what are some of the the things that you do every day to manage that negative talk and to get back into that positive place. Oh goodness, um, I I use my kids a lot. Um, to, I use my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I got what you meant. <laughs> uh, my, my kids help me a lot yeah. uh, because any time that I, I think something negative about myself, I I am easily able to. Do turn it around and think what I want them to think that about themselves. And, um, and then again, you know, back to it, if my clients are valuable, then I'm valuable. And if my friends are valuable, then I'm valuable. If my children are valuable, then I'm valuable too. So being a mom and having two of the most amazing little humans around me all day, every day, yeah. uh, helps me remember that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just as valuable as they are. And to someone in the world, I am as treasured as they are to me. Um, so I should not speak to myself in a way that I wouldn't want them to be spoken to. Um, so that, that's one trick that I use. Um, another would be just to reach out to my friends. Um, and sometimes I just have to to text somebody and say, this day sucks, make me feel better. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and they 
I do because I have surrounded myself with people that know me really well and understand me and they know exactly what I need um, when I'm having a bad day. Um, they, like I said, my love language is words of affirmation and I make that very clear to everyone around me. <laughs> so um, they know that if I'm having a crappy day, pretty much all they have to do is tell me that I'm awesome. I can do it. It's going to be okay. Um, and and then I will be okay because that's, that's really all I need to fill my bucket back up. But surrounding yourself with people that that you can trust to to handle your stories of bad days, you know, that you, you can go to them and tell them all the dirty details and they're not going to judge you. They're just going to lift you back up. That's a, that's one of my most valuable tools for sure. <laughs> that sounds a lot like Brene Brown when she's like, you know, surround yourself with people that you trust and that you can come to with all your stuff and they're not going to judge you. And they're not going to also wallow there with you and hold you back and you know, make you stay there. They actually lift yeah. you up and remind you, maybe sometimes give you a little slap in the face. Like, okay, remember <laughs> you're awesome. Now stop it. You know, that's so that's right, good. Exactly. <laughs> I hear all the time, too, you know, surround yourself with the five, well, that we are the average of the five people that we hang around with the most. And so who mm -hmm. do I want to be the average of? And being, and so that's a really great um, tool. And to tell you the truth, it took me a long time to get there because I had, I felt like I was a friend to everybody, and I also had a hard time letting friends in. So I had friends, but at a distance, like through this really thick glass plexiglass glass wall. And so yeah. that's amazing that you got that um, because it really is. It's been one of the tools since I've learned to let people in that really helped me as well. Um, and the other thing, you just figured this stuff out on your own kind of. I mean, th through noticing how you talk to people and, you know, did you have a coach or anything too? Or is it just stuff that you really like intuitively caught on to and, and trained yourself through? I would say I had a community of coaches. Um, I... <laughs> Um, definitely my work as a doula really, um, gave me the nudge, I think, to get, to get it going. Um, and I had some really amazing mentors in that field, um, that I could look up to. And then I had a book group, um, through my, through my church community that, um, it, it was a group of, I don't know, there were probably 15 or maybe 20 on, on big days, uh, women that we, read books together by inspiring authors like Renee Brown and uh, Glennon Doyle and Anne Lamott. And um, if we were reading now, we would read Rachel Hollis, Girl, Watch Your Face. But I, but I moved, so I'm not in the group anymore. <laughs> but um, this, this book group, it was a, a combination of the amazing books that we read that were so inspiring and the group of women that I read them with. Um, that just, we, we really shared very openly with each other. Um, and on just, just that honesty, that raw honesty really gave me the opportunity to be more honest with myself and, you know, seeing other women around me being so honest and sharing, sharing their insides made me want to do the same. And of course, again, back to, you know, treating myself like a friend, um, you know, being in this close knit group with all these women who are sharing their deepest thoughts and feelings and fears. Um, and the way I wanted to love on them, um, really helped me to see exactly the way women need to be loved on and, and be able to start doing that for myself a little bit. So. 
it was really a community. I didn't have an individual life coach or anything, but um, definitely there were a lot of women involved <laughs> for sure. I'm not a one woman, one woman show. <laughs> well, that's, I don't think any of us can be truly and live our life because we're here with people that we're meant to be with people, right? So I love that's that you right. did tap into your community. And that's part of my own vision and passion is to connect women, to connect women to each other through connecting them to themselves and to their own virtue, their own passion, and their own purpose, well, power and purpose. And that's what you're, that's what you're doing. And those authors of those books, um, if I have something that I want to learn to do, I go to someone who's already done it, right, who's already mastered that. And the authors become a part of our community. And they've written books because they've learned how to do things and they want to share it. You know, Brene Brown is so amazing at what she shares because she's lived it, she's studied it, she's, you know, she's put her whole life commitment to learning why vulnerability is so powerful and you know all of that so and shame and, and how that works out and anyway it's just fun to have her oh, she's in my community too she's one of my people <laughs> I love her so you've got this amazing set of power tools um and how old are your kids they are uh almost nine and just turned six so Pretty fun. <laughs> That's a fun age. And, you know, I just want to commend you because um, part of the reason that I finally um, got out from under my rock, the way that you put it, <laughs> is because I had told my kids, and I always believed it, that I have five, and I told them their whole life that they're amazing and that they can be and do anything, right? Mm -hmm. And I wasn't doing that for myself. And so I can tell my kids anything. I can drive them to lessons. I can pay for lessons. I can tell them how amazing they are, you know, and all of that. And they're still paying attention to what I'm doing more That's than right. what I'm saying. And there was a time that all three of my girls um, called me out at different occasions about different things. But, I mean, they basically said, one of them told me I learned to hate myself by watching you. And that uh, hit me so hard that it was time to do something. And then I did have a community that I finally allowed myself to be a, well, they were a part of my life, but I finally let them, me be a part of their life as well, right? And it was a slow process, but good for you for doing that and for understanding that before your kids were, I mean, they were teenagers, you know, they had already, so we're, our relationship is a ton better. Now it's like com completely, their, their words are like, Mom, wow, I've been watching you get happy, and that's what I want, and I'm going to get that. And they are. They, they're amazing. They're living amazing lives. But it was really, my kids were my inspiration too, but kind of in a, a later stage and in a backward way. So good for you and for any mom or any parent that's listening. You know, our kids do. No, I never said out loud that I didn't like myself. That they can tell. So I just I wanted to just point that out because that is amazing. Good for you. Um, thank you, thank you. Good for you too because it's never too late. No, and that's <laughs> what I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> I remember crying like I've ruined my kids. What am I going to do? Like no. I've wasted my whole. And now now I know that it's every you know the timing was perfect for our family and it was probably perfect for your family. But good job because how many of thank us you. like feel a nudge to do something and then are too afraid to do it. And so I really believe there's so much about stepping out of your comfort zone, you know, being open to trying new things and then being open to feeling foolish and ridiculous and scared and doing it anyway and, and, and making a mistake. Like I posted a video this morning of me trying to get one of the dances down, totally like turning my head and my hand the wrong way. And then I'm like, yep, this is me. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's a lot of fun. Um, so now, I mean, what's life for you? now and and what are some of your goals and aspirations um 
I mean, I have them in front of me, but I want you to tell us. Um, My biggest personal goal, well, it's a personal and professional goal, is that I really want to finish the book that I started. Um, I started writing it for that women's group that I was telling you about earlier when we were reading all those inspiring books together. Um, We would take turns opening and closing the group um, with some sort of testimonial or prayer or just really anything. Um, And most people read something awesome that they found. And I'm a writer, so I would always write something when it was my turn. And um, they all started telling me that I needed to write a book. And I have wanted to write a book my my whole adult life um probably since high school I've I've loved writing always and um I'm much better at that than talking out loud (laughs) actually I I speak very well out loud I have a lot to say but I just want to take back about 50% of it so we'll have to talk about that another time I'll tell you what I've learned but we'll do that another time probably perfect for everybody listening. It just feels like okay. lost. But anyway, we'll go from there. <laughs> uh, yes. So anyway, when I was meeting with that group, I started writing a book for them um, and for all women like them. Um, and so I, I want to finish it um, and publish it and and give it to them <laughs> and sign all the copies. Um, and uh, so I'm writing right now. Um, I just launched a blog this summer. Um, and so I'm writing online and uh, hoping to kind of build my tribe um, a little bit bigger than those 15 to 20 women, although they uh, are, are, will always be the inspiration for me. But um, I need more than them to buy my books. So, so a lot of it bigger than those 20, not just a little yes, bit. Right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Good. If they could each bring several thousand people, that would be wonderful. There you go. And I'll invite all of my listeners to do the same. Yes, so how do they how do they find your blog? How does somebody read your blog, subscribe to your blog, get updates about when your book is done, all of that? They can find all of that at bonnieallison.com. Uh, and uh, right on there, there should be several options where you can sign up for my email list. Um, and then you will get an update every time I write a new blog post. And definitely when the book comes out, um, there will be there will be lots of big exciting notices leading up to that day so um that's still still uh, further in the future than I would like it to be but um as the blog grows and becomes more successful then we'll get closer to the book so (laughs) so join me there so we can get to that book (laughs) okay I plan to I mean I followed you on Facebook already so now I'm gonna go follow your blog what's the name what's the title of your book do you know my yes, my working too. title right now is called "But for Beer and the Body." Oh, I love that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's um, it, it's about uh, living beyond our expectations uh, that are set that either we set on ourselves or uh, we believe are set on us by our family, our friends, society. Um, it's about, you know, all those rules that we think we have to follow and that the true the true spirit of life is in breaking most of them. So. Yeah. 
my coach, that's his hashtag, is like break break the rules. So I'm like, oh shoot, I have to break rules, but now I'm falling in love with that. It's kind of a bad yes. thing. <laughs> no, it's yes. Uh, the title, but for beer in the body, is, is a humorous throw to the fact that I eat mostly paleo, um, mostly gluten-free, um, except I drink beer, and I don't like to take the gluten-free option for communion. So the, the body is the body of Christ. So. <laughs> I love that. But for beer in the body, because I make my own rules, and everybody else should too. <laughs> wow, rock on! That's amazing. I can't wait to read it personally. So, how? What is the name of your blog, or how would somebody find you? It's at bonnieallison dot com. Okay. Um, yep, and it's just just straight up my my name's straight up bonnieallison dot com. Their tagline is "Words from the Heartland." Um, because it's all touchy feely, and also because I uh, I'm from Oklahoma, and then I moved to Kansas for nine years, and that is where I came out from under the rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Kansas really feels a lot like home to me, even though um, I grew up in Oklahoma and and back here now. Um, so the heartland really is the best way to describe where I feel like home because it's somewhere in between somewhere there. In between. <laughs> That's amazing. It reminds me, I think of an Alabama song. It's one of those country big bands that I always loved growing up. I think it was Alabama. Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. I love it. I feel like I'm seeing wildflowers and I want to go visit. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Um, And Bonnie Allison, we will put your website and stuff in the show notes and on the Facebook post when we post it, but I'm going to spell it just in case. It's B-O-N-N-I-E-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. Because there's a lot of ways I think we could spell those. (laughs) So I have one more question for you and, um, just as a preface to remind my listeners and to set up the question, I am convinced that there is more, way more good news in the world than bad news. And sometimes it's hard to find that. Sometimes I feel like the people that are trying to be that light in the world maybe feel a little bit alone. And when we realize that there's lots of little lights, the big light, I mean, the, the combined good light is much stronger and bigger than the, than the bad. And my, that's my never to be humble opinion. So I want to ask you about some good news in your corner of the world. What's something that you know that's amazing that you can share with the rest of us? Okay, so um, a couple of nights ago, I posted a picture of myself on Instagram um, on a on a date with my husband with this um, fancy drink that had dry ice in it and it was just bubbling all up and I was making like a witch's brew face and hand gestures and and I captioned it um, uh, with this long, you know, wordy, there I go with my words again, this long wordy caption about um, how much I used to care about what everybody thought of me all the time and how, um, for the most part, I don't anymore. And how this night was so magical to me because I, you know, told the waiter to back off from my plate. I wasn't done with it. And <laughs> I ordered this fancy drink because I saw somebody else with it. And I thought she looked like a goddess and I wanted to be a goddess too. And, <laughs> Uh, and I just, you know, I went on and on about what, how wonderful it feels to not care. Uh, and, and I shared that on Facebook. And then, um, the next day, one of my personal Facebook friends made a long heartfelt post about letting go of what other people think of her. Um, and I commented and I said, I, I don't know if you follow my blog page, but, 
Uh, I just wrote about this exact same thing last night. You're not alone. And she said, I did read it. And that's what sparked this. You completely changed my way of thinking. And I'm so grateful. And please keep writing. And I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, go ahead and cry. That's amazing. Actually. And so that's my good news from my corner is that, it, you know, just putting ourselves out there and sharing our own truth sets other people free to do the same. And it's, it's, it seems scary, but it's really, it's really not that hard. It's just telling the truth. <laughs> just, just be who you really are and share your honest truth. And, um, and the world will be a better place for it. It really, truly will. Wow. For real. So that's the example. One little white light touching another little light. You lit her candle and now she can go do that for somebody else. And girlfriend, we got to get to know each other even more because you should, if you visit my Facebook page, you'll see. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty raw and out there as well. Um, yeah, we can go to that. I used to do 100, well, I, I didn't used to. I'm going to do it again, but I've taken a break. But four times in a row, I did 100 days of laughter, 100 days of courage, 100 days of, and just totally out there. So um, in my opinion, I felt out there. And that doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because I knew that I was like being stepping out of my comfort zone every day so yeah. anyway but it does it, it touches people and then I notice other people doing 100 days of courage awesome. or dreams or whatever so it's a lot of fun and it does it's just by being by being yourself it gives people permission to do the same and that's amazing news thank you for sharing that so much yes thank you so much for having me you're welcome <laughs> I am so glad that I got to meet you someday we'll meet in person I bet and um, that you were willing to come on and step out of your comfort zone and do this podcast interview with me. First yes, of many, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. You too. Well, bye. This is the EWN Podcast Network.